Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode five. I'm your host, Killian Vigna, and today I'm joined by Zoe Belil Springer. Today we brought in our main salon smartphone app man, Shane Dolan, to answer some unanswered questions about all the different apps and what this one, what makes this one stand out. We'll invite our special guest blogger to go through the ins and outs of writing a salon slash spa procedure manual, and we'll wrap up with some upcoming webinars in the Forest Academy series. So let's get started. This podcast is a weekly roundup of our latest marketing tips and tricks for salon owners, what's been going on in and around Forest, and what new webinars are taking place. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, how are you? So, Zoe, the blogs today we have, now we do, we've three different blogs up today, right? Yeah. One is from a special guest. Yeah, Valerie uh, DeForge. Valerie yeah. DeForge. And then we have another one talking about the smartphones with Shane Dolan. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a blog where you have a little demo that you can click and play with the app that we offer in Forest, but um, I think that, you know, our, our smartphone app man is the best to uh, talk about this. Our app man, Shane Dolan, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so, like Pretty Shane, good. the reason we have this, because there's a bit of confusion going on with the different apps and stuff yeah. at the moment. So, so what exactly is the Salon smartphone app? Yeah, so we do have quite a lot of apps um, available on the Forest platform. So we'd have a Forest Go app, which most uh, salons be familiar with for checking their appointments and staff can keep on top of things. We have our Client Card app, uh, which is uh, basically for the salons to download onto an iPad uh, and get their new clients' information. Yep. And then we have the Salon Smartphone apps, which basically is a, a smartphone app that we would design purely for your salon. So it'd be all about their branding mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and we do that for the iPhone and for the Android. Um, and it would be for your clients to download and book appointments through 24-7. So effectively, it is like a 24-hour receptionist um, that's always there. And they can book at a time that suits them. But and not only that, like you can also have a look at the team and like exactly, the yeah. points and also... Yeah, so we've got a lot of cool features and we're constantly adding new features to it as well. So uh, we're constantly gathering new feedback. We've got, I think, about... 250,000 now active end users of the app. So that's, that's clients of, of our salons. So uh, they're, they're the people that use the app on a daily basis. So we gather their feedback on ways, see what ways they'd like to see it improve or things they'd like at it. And then we speak with development. We see if it's possible, get it added in. So no matter what it is, we're, we're always sort of open to suggestion. So I suppose, what's the, what's the actual customer journey through the app? So I can... Like it, it comes at a small fee to the salon owner, but as a client of the salon, what? How do I go about? Is it free, or do I have to pay? Or yeah, so it's extremely affordable for the salon, um, it is something that we talk about, and it, it's a monthly payment, um, that that's extremely obtainable, um, with the actual app itself. Once they're built and developed, it is free to download, uh, and we even help market it out to the client. So once the salon signs up, we'll do the marketing for you. We'll make it uh, your client aware of this. You know, we'll send them emails, we can do SMS campaigns is another avenue we can take, uh, which has a really successful uh, download rate. So, you know, there's loads of possible ways of doing things. Um, with the actual uh, app itself, like uh, you touched on there, there is other features that would entice uh, customers and incentivize them to kind of use it and go through it, like the tree card points. So, tree card, obviously, the guys from uh, Loyalty are brilliant. They set it up for you. And, and very similar with the app and other areas of the grow team, uh, the beauty of it is we do everything for you. So once it's set up, it pretty much runs itself. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of, I guess, makes it different to any other app or booking app uh, on, on the market or in the hair and beauty industry. Yeah. 
you know, you might get an appointment through an app, mm -hmm. uh, but that appointment isn't secure. And that means, you know, you could get somebody that requests an appointment at 10 o'clock at night, but it's not until the following day when your receptionist or salon manager sees his appointment, checks if the appointment's still free, and then goes back to the client. So it actually, you still need a person. Exactly. So there's still that human interaction that still needs to confirm, but at which yeah. point somebody might have already called in and taken that appointment yeah. needs to double bookings. Whereas with our with smartphone app, exactly. once yeah. you book that appointment, like our online bookings, that appointment is secure, it goes into the appointment screen, the client is notified and you're notified, and you could come in, you could go to bed on a, on a Tuesday night with five appointments, that's free on the Wednesday, and when you turn up on Wednesday morning, they could all be filled. So you're essentially taking bookings while you're sleeping. And the main thing here for salon owners is the app talks to your system. They're both in sync together. Exactly. There's no human interaction exactly, in the middle. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so we've we know now that the clients can book online through the app. What else can they do? They can use the tree cards. Yeah, so the tree card is something that we integrated onto uh, the iPhone app. So clients would be able to see how many tree card points they have, uh, how far away they are from a tree, the rewards you've set up. If they're able to claim a reward, they can obviously uh, then redeem it. But like normal, they'd have to redeem it with a paid service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a really good incentive to keep your clients on top of things. Because we're all part of loyalty programs um, you know, where you might have to go through two websites. So you might have to ask somebody at a tail, how many points have I got? And you're asking them to relay the information to you where you're giving your client that control to see what treat they can have, what reward they can have. Yeah. Uh, that's just one feature. We have a meet the team section, really popular feature. Uh, clients love it, to, to be honest. So basically, this is where you could create your own online profile on your forest system again. So with the app itself, once we build it, there's no worries about updating and we don't do anything. It's not complicated. It's not a different setting. Everything operates through your forest software. So once you update prices, staff members, anything like that, it will automatically update on the app. Again, it's talking it, to it. Again, yeah. talks to it, it runs itself. So once it's set up, it runs itself. And that's that's what makes it so so easy and stress-free. And I'm am I right in saying that like the page on the smartphone you have checked out that has the most hits is actually the Meet the Team? Yeah, last time we ran reports, it is. And it could be down to nosy clients, I don't know. <laughs> you know it could be like some, some people. So basically on the... Well, I don't know. Like if I take my experience of, of being, you know, booking online, yeah. I like to know what kind of uh, what kind of uh, style that the... Exactly. The, That's what we always recommend. People their background. Have, yeah, yeah, their exactly. background. Their what, experience. What they, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what they're comfortable with. And, yeah. yeah and people, I'll people say there. to us all the time, like, what should we put in there? So basically in, in the forest system, under each staff member, there's an online profile. It's just a white text box that you can type in yeah. and that would appear as, as mm -hmm. that description. And people always say, what should we write or... So you could put like what specialized put in? You know, colors. Exactly. Like I've, like been that, a, yeah. I've been a stylist for 15 years. I studied up my inspirations are, my personality is. Mm. Uh, that's one way of doing it. So that would be for, say, it's great for if you're your first time into this salon or your first time booking appointment. You may have tried a salon down the road. They don't have online bookings. They don't have an app. You've rang the phone. You've rang the phone. Can't get through, but you really need an appointment. Somebody tells you about the app, you download it, and you want to pick a stylist. That's one way. Uh, another way that we see it's really useful, and it's happened to me myself, and I'm sure it's happened to you guys as well, where you might go, uh, for example, I've gone to Barber's, got my hair cut, um, and I really liked my hair cut, but couldn't for the life we remember the name of that barber. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it, having a clue who he is, yeah. what he is. Yeah. But if I've seen his face, 
that's that's him. Yeah, yeah. So guys like that as well. Again, if you you have your Christmas party coming up, a birthday party coming up, a social event, mm-hmm. you want to make an appointment. You see that you're regular. I normally book him at Killian every Friday. Killian's fully booked. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna look for the next best person, or next best, or closest to Killian style wise that would suit me from my appointment. And you'll have a look, uh, and it's really cool. It, it really is, and the, the the clients love it. They really do. I I just I loved your example there of you got the book and and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't remember your man's name because that actually happened to me two weeks ago. So I have oh, this, same here. I, I have this I'm tendency, yeah. But I have this tendency of I tend to leave my hair about two three months because I'm always wearing hats, so that it just flattens my hair. But I made the decision. It's like all right, two weeks ago I'm gonna go get my hair cut, mm. and. I sat down and I told the girl, it's like, listen, do whatever, whatever you think. <laughs> and she did it. And I've never gotten more compliments in my life over a haircut. But unfortunately, I don't know who she is. I don't know her face. And they were using pen and paper. So I couldn't even follow them up. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go walk back in and go, I want you. Because I am petrified to go to anyone else now because I know, all right, someone has given me a good style. <laughs> exactly. That, that's why it's so good as well. Like, as you said, if you've seen her picture, say, like, that's the girl. That would yeah. be gorgeous. So, <laughs> she meant me beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if uh, if anyone oh if oh, any that's me, <laughs> if any uh, any forest clients are listening right now and they want to get an app, uh, they just contact you, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. So on the blog as well, you'll be able to see it. Um, you can contact me. You can ask myself, Shane Dolan. Um, there's loads of what are cool features that we can go to. Like there's the maps. We have it integrated with Google Maps. So. Somebody normally travels from their house to your salon, but this day they're shopping in a different part of Dublin or different part of the town. They touch the map and give them the quickest possible directions. We have a photo gallery for before and after work. But essentially the main uh, functionality is a really smooth, really slick uh, online booking experience for your clients. Very similar to nowadays with, you know, your order of food, your booking flights. You know, it's true an app. I went away last month, had my boarding card on my phone, true an app, it's crazy. Like, um, even a taxi now, you'd use Halo, Link, yeah. place like mm. this. So, you know, you don't even ring a cab firm anymore. You know, you just use apps. And hair and beauty industry is no different. Your clients want this available to them in, in this industry, just like it is in every other industry. Yeah. And like, I know, like, just before we wrap up on that, I know some people might say, oh, well, Halo and stuff, they're marketplace. Yeah, they are marketplace. But then you've the classic example of Domino's Pizza. They made their own. So instead of Just Eat yeah. or Marvin or any of those yeah. uh, marketplace eateries, they made their own app and it became yeah. massive. It's exactly. just a Domino's app. And they, they encourage use of it by ordering, offering discounts, which yeah. lessens time of people on the phones and makes the, the actual premises more available for work and for doing things. Mm-hmm. And very similar with the app, you can display special offers through it. Yeah. So it could be 10% off when you book online short apps, things like that. So you're encouraging people to go and use it, take yeah. the stress away from you. And as we said, like essentially the whole function of it is your clients will be able to have an appointment securely booked that you can relax and know they're coming in. Even if, uh, if, even if you're not like there, even if you don't, exactly, <laughs> even if it's two o'clock in the morning. Because yeah. you don't know, like, um, your clients, we're, like, guys are going to be busy in salons up to Christmas, but so are your clients. They're yeah. going to be manic in their day-to-day lives. So they want something that's really quick, really slick, really easy to use. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people say, is, is it not a younger thing? Uh, you know, my mother even uses it for her air appointment and, and for getting her nails done. She uses uh, Forest Clients apps and she thinks it's the easiest thing ever. You know, three or four it's taps. It's four taps. Open. Yeah. It's four taps. Four like. taps. <laughs> Rather than, like, we, we always get, like, we have it on our website or, well, 
the question is like if you're on your phone you're going to i think probably i think the stat was like 85 percent of people use apps they're not going to go open safari and zoom in zoom out website yeah. navigate around where you can download an app open it well, book when you it. think of it like four taps you composing a phone number is more than four taps yeah. exactly <laughs> waiting for it to ring waiting exactly. for it to pick up checking availability whereas you have full control yeah. you can do it all but even on the apps there you said we went to a we went to a conference there a few weeks back and they were saying they reckon in the next 20 years it's going to be all apps your oh, browser yeah. is going to essentially be gone because mm-hmm. think about it how many apps do you actually use on your phone you've got your social media apps this isn't a social media app this is an essential tool mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly yeah so just very last question um what apps uh what what phone does it matter what phone you're using or yeah so we have the android app and uh, we have an iphone app so it covers the smartphone spectrum so you know we found that the best uh, kind of a, a, and most popular choice of phone within clients was the iphone and apple in particular yeah so we have that and, and also android covers pretty much every other phone so but that doesn't even matter because when you sign up you get both anyway exactly so once you sign up for one you get both apps we cover everything as you said uh we will li- literally need people say you know we're so busy we couldn't commit we do everything for you yeah we build the app you know we we send you screenshots of how it's going to look and then once you approve and once you give us the go ahead you're looking at seven to ten days and we have your apps ready for download and ready to make some money shane that's absolutely brilliant we just we felt like we really needed to kind of clear this open a bit more because yeah, yeah. there was a bit of confusion about the app so hopefully now people have a bit better understanding <laughs> yeah, exactly. of what yeah, the salon yeah. smartphone app totally, is yeah. so thanks uh so much. that's brilliant yeah, there thanks, thanks yeah. for having me so today we're joined by Valerie Delforge. So Valerie is the founder and CEO of Delforge and Co. And today she's going to talk about the ins and outs of writing a salon spa procedure manual. So Valerie, I suppose before like we're dying to get into the blog, but if you want to just give a little background about yourself here for for our listeners. Yes, of course. I've been in the industry for twenty five years. Um, so spa and beauty salons, and in the UK and also France. And I've uh, decided to create my own uh, company, which is mentoring, coaching, and also uh, um, training, um, commercial training, in order to give back, really, which is what I'm aiming to do. So I've managed very, very large teams and very large spas. So therefore, uh, believe in the operation manual uh, 150%. So you know this sort of stuff inside out. You're dealing with procedure manuals every day, nearly. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You can brief procedures, basically. Um, so from your, from your experience, do salons, like most of salons, do they have a, a procedure manual already or it's, it's something kind of new to them when you propose it? Uh, it's very, very uh, prominent in spas that are in hotels, so hotel spas, because they have to have the procedures for uh, obviously the hotel background and, and usually the GM requires requires it. But otherwise, I have rarely, rarely seen it in smaller ventures and definitely non-existent in salons, really. I think people know they need to do it, but they don't necessarily understand why and how to start so even though you're saying it's mostly for the kind of the bigger hotels and spas, the hairdressers and the beauty salons and stuff, they can still benefit of some sort of variation of this, is it? Absolutely. Huge, huge benefit from it. Um, and I think with, with hotels and spas, they have so many, uh, so many procedures, so they, they can't get away with it. They have to have it. 
but uh, it should be, as far as I'm concerned, it should be a, a legal requirement um, <laughs> because it's going to help you in many, many aspects of your business. And um, it's best practice too. Like if you just if you start off doing this sort of stuff, it's going to stick with you, isn't it? Exactly. So I suppose, like we know, a lot of the hotel spas are they're going to be dealing with this every day. But for a salon owner that mightn't actually have something like this in place, what what exactly is the manual, and what what kind of procedures would you put into it? Like conc- concrete examples, maybe even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to me, uh, well, an SOP manual is absolutely everything that you do within your business. So, for example, um, you would have all your HR procedures. How you do you recruit? Where do you where do you uh, uh, recruit from? You know, where do you put your adverts? Uh, how much are you prepared to spend on recruitment? Um, how are you going to are you going to do a telephone interview? If yes, what questions are you asking in telephone interviews? Uh, what, have you got an application form when the the the, the interviewee coming to see you? What does it look like? Uh, do you then have to interview and what's the procedures afterwards? Uh, so it's very, very, very important to uh, to detail absolutely everything that you do. So that's on HR. It can be on health and safety. It can be on, uh, for example, a simple procedure like the, uh, the you've lost the keys of the salon. Where, who's got the keys? Uh, who's got the spare keys? Who do, who do you call? Um, if you've lost that key, the locksmith that you've got nearby that is the cheapest, that's the one you use, that you're familiar with. The whole point of the SOP manual is that if you're away from the business, anyone can have access to it and understand the procedures you want to apply to your business. So it's almost um, like it's, gonna... it's almost like a complete backup. Like a, it really is a blueprint when you say it like that. So you're out of the office and you have your backup in place. Then so the next person in line. Even if they've never run a day without you, they've got that Bible there, essentially. That's it. That's exactly that. But it's also, that, that's kind of the basic of it, but it's also more than that. It's, a, it's essential if you wanted to open another salon because you would want the other salon to be uh, proceeding in the same way. So if you've got more than one salon, it's essential to have the same uh, standards across the board. And uh, so, therefore, you would have that uh, that that Bible uh, following you everywhere, basically detailing your whole business. Um, so that's very important. So, um, the, would this be the task of the salon owner, or a, a um, collaborative task between the salon owner and and, and the manager? Uh, to be honest with you, it's it's something that's quite huge task to do. So, the salon owner doing it on its own is fine, but. I think they want the manager to be involved. You do want the managers to be involved because, you know, they might know a locksmith that is a lot cheaper across the town. Uh, they might know uh, procedures that you want to implement that actually are not viable necessarily to the to the business. So it's really important that it's a manual that uh, the managers and the owners believe in and and understand it, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it, it would be a collaboration as, as far as I'm concerned. So I can give you a list of what you should have in there. 
you definitely should have your HR, your health and safety, your training procedures, your cleaning procedures, your stock management, all the back office uh, that you should have in there. So the protocols, the marketing calendar, the staff rota, the security, uh, the salon opening, the closing mm -hmm. opening, the closing of the salon rather, the reception, what do you do at reception, how do you answer the phone, <laughs> very, very clear detailed. Right. So, like, for someone that ha doesn't have this in place at the moment, how would they exactly go about starting it? So, is it, like, it really is yeah, just kind of down to themselves? Too. Yeah, like, there's a lot of information. Now, we know it's going to be, once you get it completed, it's going to be fantastic. Like Amazing, yeah. Yeah, amazing. But where <laughs> where is a good starting point? Yeah, I think, you know, half of the problem is, is a lot of managers or owners know they need to do it, but they don't quite know where to start, so they don't start it. It's quite yeah, a huge yeah. task. Um, I would start with what you feel is very, very important in your business right now. So is there a problem at reception and you feel the reception is not functioning? Start with that. Um, the main one probably, I would start with HR, because HR, HR is always a, a huge task and we're always a little bit confused but also it it gives the team a clear point of where they stand so for example the grooming standards you know what are the grooming standards um and uh, anything to do with hr is, is quite quite important on top of that the, the procedures for hr for example will allow you to support you if you've got any issue with staff you know yeah, yeah. so if you so if you've got someone that has a problem, you've got someone who's, who's really terrible with the staff grooming, if she has signed that procedure, so that particular procedure and make it sign, if she has signed that procedure, you've got to back up. You know, they've kind of bought into your procedure for grooming. Yeah, exactly. You're agreeing to it. So this book, You're agreeing to it. So this book, it's accessible to, to pretty much everyone in the company, correct? Or is it just a, a, a reference for the manager and the salon owner? So it's accessible for everyone. However, be very careful that they don't take it home and, you know, take your procedures and go and create their own salon with your procedures. <laughs> Plagiarize everything, so yeah. Yeah, it's accessible without being accessible, if that makes sense. So I used to keep it in my, in my office. And my office, when I left, was locked. And the only people that had the keys was the managers. So I knew it, was be, it would be safe. Okay. Um, any, any newcomer, I would make sure that they would read the manual. They would sign where it's needed. So there are procedures I want them to sign, like the grooming standards. I want them to sign that. I'm not necessarily going to want them to sign who to phone uh, when there's a problem with the keys. It's no point doing that. It's, it'd be silly. But there are some procedures that you want them to sign. So they buy into it and they have... You know, it's contractual in a way. They've, they've understood what you wanted from them. Yeah, um, you're making sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, that's it. They're on, all on the same page. So I used to have it on my desk because it's not an, a manual that you want uh, to be on the shelf and no one look at it or they look at it every you know year just for the sake of it. Yeah, That's on my desk. It's accessible. We know the procedures. If there's a new procedure that we want to implement, uh, then uh, we would create that procedure team needs to know about that procedure then we make them sign if we need to get them to sign and then we add it to the book um so i give you an example for example with the uh, laundry, laundry. So i had a client yeah the, i had a client who had problems with the laundry because the girls were not doing the laundry enough uh and uh, she had to buy some more towels and obviously towels cost a lot of money yeah uh, and the girls were not 
bothering with the laundering or they, they were bothering only when, as and when it was necessary, you know, when they were running out. Um, and they kept complaining, we need more towels, we need more towels. But actually, when you looked at what was happening, if they did the laundry every day at four o'clock, it would be ready for the following morning, nice and dry. Uh, so they didn't need to buy more towels, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so we created a procedure for the laundry and we got the team to sign and they knew that at four o'clock they needed to put a washing on, they needed to deal with all the laundry. So it was quite clear what was expected of them. Yeah, it's part of their job. They've signed it, they've agreed to it. Why aren't they yeah. doing it anymore? Well, go That's back it. to your book then and double check that there. That's it. So anything to do with training as well, for example, that's a big one, isn't it? So what uh, we, we get a lot, I get a lot of uh, uh, clients who have issues with, you know, do I get the girls to pay for the training? What if they leave? Yes, you know, what happens? Yeah. So there's a procedure for training. So we, we pay for your training. However, for the year, if you leave within three months, you have to pay 90% of it. Mm. If you leave within six months, you have to pay 70% of it. So you have that procedure written and they know what to expect if they leave, you know, and that, the first year of employment. That goes for most most fields, not even just in salons, but like you are expected if the company is going to cover your training, you can't exactly just leave straight <laughs> away. So some people writing that, they might think it's harsh, but it's not. Like it's, you're, you're yeah. investing in them, so you're expecting them to stick around a bit. Yeah, I mean, most companies do it anyway. And I think, you know, sometimes it's very hard to implement this. It's, um, um, it, it's not if it's within the first year. You can definitely have something that's enforced in the, um, in the contract. Mm -hmm. um, but the SOP manual allows you not to change the contracts every two minutes. Because obviously to change a contract for uh, uh, something like the, uh, the training, if you haven't got it in your contract right now, you don't want to change the whole contract, have everyone to sign. It's a little bit of a, of a nightmare to do that. So if you have the SOP manual, it's actually part of, you know, it can be part of the contract, some aspect of it. Yeah. So, so therefore you can update it as and when you feel is needed. This is like a short form way, like you said, instead of having to do up a whole new contract or anything like that. That's it. So you, you can have that. But it is difficult to think, okay, where do I start? Where do I start? And that's half of the problem is why it's not done is because it's a very daunting, uh, daunting task. Mm -hmm. So many procedures when you think about it. But I would say HR or anything you feel needs your attention. So one of my clients, beyond HR was the reception. The reception was a total chaos, basically. Um, so we, we started with a reception manual. So it was literally a manual for reception. Uh, what to do, when to do, how to do the opening, what to do in the evening, you know, even when to clean. <laughs> it was very detailed, um, but uh, it needs to be. Yeah, it so does. the team knows exactly where to stand. Yeah, it needs to be, but I suppose there's no real, like, I like what you said there earlier, because about kind of start where you know there's a problem, start with that, because it's like when we write any of our ebooks or anything yeah. like that, you're going, where do I start? So what we do is we come up with a table of contents, but usually we know what we're kind of looking, what we're going to write about, so the table of contents helps us, but that whole idea of start with your HR and then just work with anything that kind of pops out then so you can always keep adding to to the blueprint absolutely yeah absolutely 
And, and you know, some people have it. I've done it for a client in six days. There was, day, you know, from, from 9 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock, we really worked on the whole um, SAP manual. In six days, we managed to do the whole thing. Six days. Um, but it's, it's a full six days. Yeah. Some people don't have full six days to give, you know. <laughs> so I have a client who done it throughout the year. Uh, every month she was focusing on parts of the uh, SOP manual and at the end of the year it was created. And that's okay because she created with the with what was she felt needed attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so so throughout the year she just added to it, she just created more procedures and, and it worked, you know, it was actually fine. It's not it's not like oh my god, I need to have it straight away right now. Um it's it's a matter of okay, start slowly. Start with what you believe is is the issue, and then and then work from that. And is this is this something that you could sit down with your staff and kind of get them involved and identifying areas? Because, like we know, trying to manage everything yourself can be a nightmare and it can take up a lot of time. But you might have a member of staff that has identified a, a problem in the salon that you weren't even aware about. So would you be able to kind of get them involved in writing that up then, or would you prefer to just stick, keep it to the manager and salon owner? I think you can to a certain extent because you don't want to give too much power in the whole uh, uh, procedures, if that makes sense. So I think you can talk to that person, identify what they believe and how they function, uh, and how maybe they're right. Maybe the procedure you've got at the moment is actually unrealistic. So yeah, get feedback, but don't get them to write the procedure. The procedure needs to come from management, because it's what you're expecting of your staff. Um, But you can definitely talk about uh, the procedures to the others, but... um, I would, I would keep it in management level in terms of the actual writing. Um, so basically, okay, so we're going we, to we're, uh, we're wrap this up, um, but basically one, one of the best takeaways that salon owners can get from this uh, if they're not quite sure uh, of writing this is, is that it actually unifies customer service and experience in the end of, at the end of the day. Um, like... If they if they start by identifying the pain points and write about that, then it's just a first step to to having a better uh, healthy business. It's exactly that. It's a, it's the first step, and it should be the the title of this actually. This <laughs> is the first step of creating the best customer journey. Why should you focus on the reception? Because it's chaotic. It's, it's because the customer journey is not going to be the best. If you create the best customer journey at reception level, surely you're starting the business really well, isn't it? Mm. So yes, it's exactly that. It's, it's, it ultimately, is to give the best customer journey and to keep a, a standard and the same uniform ideology you want in your business. Um, and, and for people that want two or three businesses, it's a, definitely a must. You, you cannot uh, avoid it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's something that's flexible, that is, uh, that's, that's accessible, and uh, that you can start tomorrow. Tomorrow you can give yourself a list and you can go ahead and, and start, you know, there's no, no excuses. Uh, so I live and breathe by SOP manual. I, the first thing I do when I meet a client is, right, let's look at your SOP because it's the heart of your business. It's what you want your business to do. Another thing I'd like to add very quickly is that, you know, someone's asked me, can you just send me all the blueprints and I'll just add my name on there. Can they give me the uh, template, you know, basically? <laughs> 
can't really do that. You can to a certain extent on some points, but you can't really do that. Why? Because everybody's got a very different customer journey. Yeah. You want something different in your business than your competitors, isn't it? So actually the way you're going to function on reception might be different to the way they function on somewhere else. So how can we give you a blueprint? You've got to create that blueprint. And I think that's what puts people off is that where do I start? But start from the heart. This is your business. How do you want people to answer the phone? How do you want people to, uh, what do they say? Do they smile? Do they say their name? Do they, you know, do they say welcome to blah, blah, blah? Um, so it's, it's your, it's yours. It's your thought process and it's your business. That's why it's important that it needs to come from you rather than uh, something that you can, uh, you know, copy. Yeah, so essentially take your time, break it down into little baby steps. Don't go taking it all whole. Um, yes. Listen, Valerie, that's been absolutely fantastic today because you've taken something that like, I'm sure a lot of salon owners are finding really daunting. Like when you tell them that you need to create a manual, everyone just thinks of like when you get a fridge manual or something that's full of technical aspects and stuff. But yeah. it's not really. Yeah. It's just identify one key area and like you said, try and start with the HR and just work from there, yeah. take it into baby steps. It's exactly that. And and you'll find that once you start it, I know that all the clients that I've got that have got the SP manual, they live and breathe, breathe for it afterwards. Once you start it, they're very excited to add to it. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a nice process. It actually allows whatever you're thinking in your head to put it on black and white paper. And it, communi- it, it facilitates the communication between managers and, and the team. Yeah, and eventually you're just going to be digging and digging. You're going to try and find more and more, and you're gonna you're gonna get yeah. wrapped up in it. You're gonna no, enjoy absolutely. it. That's basically what we're yeah. trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be scared. Uh, yeah, no, I mean you have, uh, you know. Can I give you one quick more example? Have I got time? You can, yeah. Uh, I had a, a customer whose uh, therapist took it upon herself to bring her own uh, nail varnish. Okay, so she brought her own nail varnish uh, to create uh, the manicures. Obviously, she's not allowed. Now, in the SOP procedure, there's nothing, you can't think, I'm going to write that in the SOP manual, because you wouldn't think a therapist would do that, right? Yeah. You wouldn't think someone's going to bring their own nail varnish to, to do their manicures <laughs> in your salon. That just, you don't come across to that. So once she realized that was happening, she then created a procedure and then, uh, you know, that was managed, it was managed to be a, a standard across her salons that, no, you can't bring your nail varnish. And then all the therapists signed it and that was fine. And that was a blueprint for her. It's a classic example, but it's not one you'd think of straight away, was it? No, you wouldn't think, I'm going to create a, a procedure just for people who bring their own stuff. Of course, you're not going to think about that because you assume people are not going to think that way. Exactly, know? yeah. Well, listen, no. Valerie, yeah. it's been absolutely amazing having you on, and I'm glad we were able to go through that and kind of hopefully now that will give salon owners a bit of a better idea of how to pr- approach the mountain, per se. Yeah, so do I, so do I. I hope I'm going to go across uh, the UK and Ireland and finding loads of SAP manuals. <laughs> <laughs> All the same. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you very thank, much. Thank you so much for your time today. Take it's care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. So um, we're just going to wrap up then today. Um, we're going to go through what coming upcoming webinars. So the upcoming webinars then we have is we have the Salon Owners Summit 2017. So that's hosted by Alex Quinn. And that's everything you need to know about this year's event. 
And then we have... And then um, there's also on December 5th, there's a client retention masterclass uh, going on presented by Chris Brennan and myself, uh, I present the Snapchat webinar on December 12th. And that's 10 a.m. in Eastern European time or GMT? So Irish time. Yeah, Irish time. Irish time. Yeah, and we also have two gift card events then coming up on Wednesday the 30th of November. We've a 10 a.m. one and then we have a 5 p.m. one, Irish time. There you go. So, um, and one last thing, last week we actually talked about the uh, DIY ideas for Christmas. Um, this week there's actually a toolkit, a marketing toolkit for December ideas. That you, it's available for a free download, it's on the blog. Um, I'm not actually going to spend time talking, it's very clear there. Yeah. It's all about planning and, uh, you know, filling in quiet times for January, preparing that in advance. So just have a look at the blog and, you know, it's available for free download, so why not make use of it? Who doesn't love free stuff? <laughs> there you go. Brilliant. All right. Um, well, thanks, Emil, uh, for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. All the best, everyone.